UltimateSportsTalk.com now presents Mount St. Joseph Lions College Basketball. Top of the key. He's going to be hammered. He's going to pull up for the three. Got it! He got it! This Mount St. Joseph College Basketball game is brought to you by The Wishbone on Delhi Avenue. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. Call 330-830-9760. Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Mount St. Joseph University Basketball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com. Now let's go to the gymnasium for this game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Harrington Center on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University on Delhi Avenue here in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm Dave Mitchell. Glad to have you along this afternoon on UltimateSportsTalk.com as we bring you men's college basketball. It's the third of four games in this annual tip-off classic from Mount St. Joseph University. And today, to get things underway, the Lions men's basketball team at 1-3 and three on the season, taking on the unbeaten Washington University Bears out of St. Louis. They are 4-0 and oh on the year. And boy, do they have a lot of tradition following them into this tournament. They are a two-time national championship ball club from back in the 2007-08 and 08-09 seasons just about 10 years ago. Well, the Lions fell last night as they come into this afternoon's ball game losing to Case Western Reserve last night by 5 points, 74 to 69. It was the Spartans' first win of the season. Last night, the Mount had four players in double figures, but only 11 points were scored off the bench, and they were outscored off the bench by Case 18 to 11 in the game, and that was the key to the ball game. The Lions had no answer down low for T.J. Duckett either, as Duckett scored 34 points and grabbed 11 rebounds in the game. Eric Edwards kept the Lions in the game early with 17 of his 19 in the first half, but the Spartans shut him down in the second half, holding him to just two points. This is the last non-conference game for the Lions until December 18th when they'll go to Columbus and take on Capital University. After today, the conference season will begin with games next Saturday against Manchester and then later on, Rose Hallman, Anderson, and Earlham upcoming. What the Lions need is a string of wins. They need to try to pick up a win today, but that's going to be tough against this number nine ranked team in the country in the Washington Bears. But they do need to string some wins together to up their confidence level. The defense needs to regain its intensity, and with the defense will come the offense. You can't shoot probably any more poorly than the Lions did last night, just 41% from the field against Case Western Reserve. And today, you've got a team that is absolutely gigantic in the Washington University Bears. And you ask the question, just how big are they? Well, let me tell you just how big they are. They've got a man on the bench, Peter French, who is a seven foot, 250-pound senior out of Seattle, Washington, and he doesn't see the floor. That's how big this Washington University basketball team is. They battled back yesterday in the first game of this tip-off classic, from a 13-point second-half deficit 
to win over Ohio Northern 77-73. Senior Jake Nupp sealed the game with a three-pointer with 52 seconds left. He finished with a team-high 17 points and six rebounds. He also added in three assists and three steals. He and Andrew Sanders really paced this ball club, so if you can shut down one or both of them, the Lions could have an opportunity to pull the upset here today. Washington went to the NCAA D3 tournament one year ago, winning in the first round, but they were eliminated in the second round by Hope College. The Bears, as I said, they're led by Andrew Sanders and Nup. Those two players lead the team in scoring and rebounding, combining for 31 points and 13 rebounds. Coming into today, Sanders is just three points shy of 900 for his career. And Washington University is one of 84 remaining unbeaten teams in NCAA Division III. Now, that was as of late last night. Of course, the Bears are coached by the infamous Mark Edwards. It's his 37th season at the helm of the Bears. The win over Ohio Northern last night was his win number 667 in his career. That's the ninth most all-time in Division III. And as I said earlier, they won back-to-back national championships in the 2007-08 and 08-09 seasons. The Bears have had 17 20-win seasons under Edwards, with the most being 29 in that 08-09 season. Washington has had a school record 33 consecutive winning seasons and 20 NCAA tournament berths. This is going to be a great test for the Lions here this afternoon to see what they can do against a perennial national championship contender in the Washington University Bears. These two teams have never met. This will be the first meeting between Washington and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. We'll go back and take a look at what happened yesterday in college basketball. I'll tell you what's going to happen today and tomorrow and also what's coming up on Ultimate Sports Talk. We'll do all that when we return to the Delhi Street Harrington Center here at Mount St. Joseph University right after this. Hi, this is Morgan Freeman. Has anyone ever said you are the picture of health? You look healthy, you feel fine, but that may not be the full picture. Colorectal cancer is the second leading cancer killer of men and women over 50. Since it doesn't always cause symptoms, you may not know you have it. The only way to know is by getting screened. Screening can find precancerous polyps, so they can be removed before they turn into cancer. This is one cancer you can prevent. Plus, screening can find colorectal cancer at an early stage, when the chance for a full recovery is very high. Talk with your doctor and get tested for colorectal cancer. Medicare and many insurance plans help pay for screening. Get screened. Make sure you are the picture of health. A message from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And the shot drops. Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. That's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. 
Well, it's a late arriving crowd here at the Harrington Center for the opening game of this two-game set this afternoon. The second game will feature Ohio Northern University, losers to Washington yesterday, taking on Case Western Reserve. That game should tip off at about 3 o'clock. I had an idea that maybe the late arriving crowd had something to do with the Bengals hosting the Browns today, but actually when you look at StubHub, you can pick up tickets for the Bengals-Browns game for 5 bucks today, and there wasn't much traffic coming in from the city to out to Mount St. Joseph University for this one, so obviously the late arriving crowd is coming in because of church today. There's a couple of broadcast games that we've got for you coming up later on this week on Ultimate Sports Talk. The high school basketball season will begin on Friday night, and we will be bringing you Roger Bacon Spartans High School Basketball, and they'll be taking on Madera. That's going to be Friday night at 7.30. We'll have the pregame show at 7.15 for you in that one. And then the Lions are going to get a week off. They are going to be at home hosting Manchester to get the conference season underway. And that will be next Saturday afternoon here at the Harrington Center. And the tip-off for that game will be at 5 o'clock. Well, yesterday the Mount St. Joseph Lions women went to Spalding in Louisville, Kentucky and defeated Spalding by the final score of 72-60. to The Lions shot 40% from the field and won their third game of the season. Three girls were in double figures. Aaliyah Tucker had 16, Maddie Haberthy added 13, and Lady Studer had 11 in the ballgame. Mackenzie Markham also added 11 off the bench. And the Lions will be back in action on Tuesday. They'll be at center, and that game will tip off at 7 o'clock. Yesterday around women's basketball, Bluffton defeated Kalamazoo 86-70. It was Hanover beating center by 10, 62-52. The Paw got by Rose Holman, 55 to 49, and it was a big Transylvania win over Otterbine, 71 to 47. Today in women's basketball, tipping off at 2 o'clock, Illinois Wesleyan will play Rose Holman. That's in the Midwest Challenge in Greencastle, Indiana. At 3 o'clock, Hanover is at Trine, and then Transylvania will be hosting Maryville. And at 4 o'clock, Center will be playing at Earlham. On Tuesday night, other than the Mount St. Joseph Center women's basketball game. At 7 o'clock, Kalamazoo will tip off against Manchester. Defiance goes to Ohio Wesleyan, and Transylvania will be at Anderson. In men's basketball action in the area, this is the only two games that we have found around the area. This one here between Mount St. Joseph and Washington University will tip off at 1, and then at 3 o'clock this afternoon, or somewhere thereabouts, it will be Case Western Reserve playing Ohio Northern right here at the Harrington Center. Yesterday around men's basketball, Wheaton defeated Franklin 83-70. Worcester over Hanover 87-79. Wisconsin-Whitewater got by Anderson 79-70. And Transylvania pulled a big win out over Thomas Moore 88-72. In Monday's men's action at 7.30, Earlham will play at Wabash. Defiance is going to get the conference season underway as they travel to Manchester. And at 8 o'clock tomorrow night, Rose Hallman will be at Milliken. Now, in case you're worried about the Lions' 1-3 and three start, and of course we all are, all you've got to do is take a look at the conference and what the other teams in the conference have done, and you'll see it's pretty much the same as what's going on with the Lions. There are only three teams in the conference with records over 500. Transylvania is at 3-0, and Hanover 3-1, and and Anderson is at 2-1. and Then you've got Bluffton, Defiance, Earlham. They're all at 1-2. and At 1-3 and is Franklin, Manchester, and Mount St. Joseph. 
And at the bottom of the conference right now, after the non-conference schedule gets over today, Rose Holman is at 0-3. So the Lions are in some healthy company, to be honest with you, because when you look at these teams, especially Hanover, they're 3-1, and and they were picked by the coaches to win the league, and Mount St. Joseph was picked by the coaches to finish right behind Hanover for the conference championship. And Hanover right now 3-1 and on the year, and they lost their first game the other night. Transylvania, though, they've won all three of their ball games, but everybody else is on basically a losing streak. The Pions has lost two in a row along with Manchester. Rose Holman has lost all three of their ball games, and everybody else with a record under 500. We're about 15 minutes away from the tip-off of this afternoon's game between Washington University, the Bears 4-0 on the year, ranked number nine in the country, taking on the Lions of Mount St. Joseph at 1-3 and three on the season. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with more from the Harrington Center right after this timeout. As the executive producer of the documentary film, The Seaward, I've learned the importance of breakthrough approaches to treating cancer. A breakthrough is the start of something extraordinary. To be breakthrough is to be brave. Many small breakthroughs can lead inevitably to a big breakthrough kinds of breakthroughs that advance the fight against cancer. The ones that save lives by the millions. You are the breakthroughs. You the patients taking part in clinical trials. You the scientists doing next level research to beat cancer. You the doctors and nurses who tirelessly care for everyone along the way. Defeating cancer takes breakthroughs. Let's be the breakthrough. Talk to your doctor about screenings, medical trials, and especially prevention. Stand up to cancer. The high school basketball season begins this week for the boys, and beginning Friday night, you can hear Roger Bacon basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The Spartans made the trip to the state finals one season ago and look to take that one step farther this year. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday night as the Spartans open their season in Madera. The pregame show starts at 7.15 with a tip-off at 7.30. It's high school basketball on the air this Friday night on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, this Washington University team, they are something else. They were down by 11 yesterday at halftime, fell down by 13 in the second half to Ohio Northern, and Ohio Northern was really scorching the buckets in the ball game. But Washington then laid down the defense, started controlling the glass, and going to Nuppin Sanders, and they ended up coming back and winning that ball game yesterday, 77 to 73. That up their season mark to 4 and 0. They were 5 and 2 in non-conference games a year ago. A year ago though they finished 21 and 6 on the season and they were 12 and 2 in the UAA. Mark Edwards in his 37th year as head coach, 667 career victories against 289 career defeats. They are 2 and 0 this year at home. They're 1 and 0 on the road after finishing up 11 and 2 on the road a year ago. Matter of fact, a year ago they had a better record on the road than they did at home. They were 8 and 4 at home. And on a neutral floor, they were unbeaten a year ago, 2 and 0. This year they are 1 and 0. Edwards has led this team to a pair of national titles and they went to the NCAA Division 3 tournament 1 year ago. After winning in the first game in the tournament a year ago, 87-72 over Ripon, the Bears fell in the second round at Hope, 94-80. Edwards has led the Bears to 17 
20 win seasons, with the most being 29 in the 08-09 season, in which they won their second of back-to-back national championships. And they have gone to 20 NCAA tournament bursts, and they've had 33 consecutive winning seasons. This is something at the Division Three level, like Duke does at the Division One level. This is what Mark Edwards has done with this Bears program. They've picked up where they've left off this year. They've won four in a row in their win yesterday, 77-73. They shot a season low, 34.4% on 21 of 61 from the field. But they were 7 of 12 from three-point range, and they hit their free throws, missing only six. They were 28 of 34 from the line. They are also a rebounding machine. The Bears averaged 20, uh, 41 rebounds per game this year, excuse me, and they averaged 41 rebounds a game a year ago. Andrew Sanders and Jake Nupp lead the team with 6.5 rebounds per contest. And offensively, they have four players averaging double figures. Sanders at 16.3, Nupp and Kevin Kucera, who was the UAA Player of the Week a week ago at 15.3, and Matt Highsmith averages 11.3 a game. And the Bears play better in the second half of games than they do in the first half. Yesterday's comeback wasn't a fluke. Overall this season, the Bears have scored 64 more points in the second half than in the first. They start five seniors, but when you look at their roster that they have brought with them, they go far and wide to recruit ball players. Now, a majority of their players obviously are from Illinois and Missouri, but they have gone as far as Sydney, Australia in Cranbrook, and they've picked up a freshman guard 6'4 in Hamish McGregor. He's one of the players that they've picked up. Also, they've gone down to Houston, Florida, all the way out to Seattle, Washington. So they go all over the place, even up into St. Paul, Minnesota to get players to come down to Washington Washington University in St. Louis, Missouri to play for them. Coming into today's game, they're averaging 82 points a game, giving up 73 and a half. And their next ball game, they get a week off also. They'll play at Alma next Sunday afternoon. The Lions, though, they're 1-3 this season. They're 1-3 in non-conference games under head coach Toby Kerrigan. He's got 91 wins against 71 defeats in his career at the mouth. They are 1-1 one one here at home, 9-5 and five on the road a year ago, and they're 0-2 on a neutral floor. That has led to their 1-3 and three record. This is going to be a tough one, with Washington being the number 9 ranked team in the country, and one of Washington's wins this year have been against number 6 Tufts on the season. The shooting, though, that's got to improve. It went down to 41% last night. So far this season, they're averaging just 32 rebounds per game, which is about the same as what they did a year ago. And defensively, they are giving up 10 more points a game than last season. But the non-conference schedule that they have played is not easy. Now, call me superstitious, but the three times that I have interviewed Toby Kerrigan before a ball game this year, I missed the Wilmington game, the Lions have lost. So I figured I would switch up the bases and interview assistant coach Justin Ray before today's game, and we talked with Justin about that non-conference schedule before today's game. Justin, before this afternoon's ball game, first of all, give me a little idea of what you're thinking as the assistant coach when you're looking at the way the team has played over the first four games. A uh, little disappointing start, um, just considering the, the older guys that we've got, um, you know, with, with the experience that we, we've got coming back. Um, I don't think any coaching staff would be happy with a you know one and four star 
Um, you know, we expect to win every game, and we prepare that way. So, you know, when that doesn't happen, it's it's you know obviously not okay with us. I know you're not going to use it as an excuse, but the first four games again, you've three teams have had a, above 500 records. It, it has been an unbelievably hard schedule. Probably the toughest schedule we've we've played since uh, we've been here in the seven seasons we've been here. Um, you know, you're hoping that you know down the stretch it'll help you. You know, playing competition like this, uh, but at the same time, you know, if you want to be mentioned in the in the same conversation with a lot of these teams, you got to beat some of them. What are you seeing is going wrong with the defense so far? Well, defensively. Um, you know, we're obviously smaller than everybody. Um, so we're going to have to play, you know, certain teams differently with, with some, some matchup problems, and, and we're going to have to double some teams and, and, and do some different things. And um, right now I, I just don't think that, uh, you know, guys have been completely locked in on what we need to happen um, for 40 minutes. Uh, so if we want to stop teams and, and limit them offensively, we've really got to hone in and do a better job, you know, playing team defense. You know, you held the, the kid down at, uh, against Wittenberg pretty well in that ball game, and then Duckett come in last night and scored 34 points. What was the difference between those two players? Um, you know, both big, both really skilled, both really good players. Um, I thought that the kid Wittenberg, uh, you know, Missed some shots actually, but the kid last night was was really really good, and and we were more focused on on the guards last night and, and trying to take away the three, and we knew we were going to give up some um, down low, but you know I thought that even when we went zone, he did a tremendous job of getting the ball and and, uh, and finishing around the basket. So he he was tough. He's a good player. Yeah, you did a good job of stopping the threes last night defensively. If that was your goal, that was one of the keys. Um, now they made some big ones when we went uh, in the zone uh, to shoot us out of it. But overall, I mean, we gave up 74 points, 35 in the second half. I mean, you should win, you know, defensively with those kind of numbers, but you can't score 25 points in the second half and expect to win. Yeah, what did they do defensively that shut us down last night? Um, they went in the zone and we just went cold. Couldn't make shots. I thought we were passive uh, offensively. Um, you know, didn't do a very good job, you know, getting each other open, getting shots for each other. And, and, and when we did get good looks, they, I didn't think they went in. Well, today you've got Washington, a lot of tradition there. You saw them play yesterday. What, what did you see out of them? Obviously really big, um, ton of talent. You know, those guys, they've won a lot of games together. So, you know, when, when you're playing teams that are that good, uh, you've really got to come out and play well and, and, and be at the top of your game and execute, you know, if, if you want a chance to compete with those kind of teams. They seem to be led by Sanders and Nup. Is that what you saw also? Yeah, he's he's got to be one of the best players in the country. One of the best players these guys will see all year, so it'll be, it'll be a nice challenge for us. Good luck today. Thank you very much. Well, and the one thing the Lions are going to have to do is they're losing one of the players off the bench, Connor Mislowski. They told me earlier today that he's got the flu. It was going to be a game-time decision. Well, I just saw Miz come out of the locker room. He's in his warm-ups. He is not going to play this afternoon for the Lions. So Miz out of the ball game for today in the Lions. And when you talk about the bigs that Washington has on this team, they go across the front line, 6'9", 6'7", 6'5", and their backcourt, 6'1", 6'2". 
and they bring in a guy off the bench in Hank Hunter that is six feet eight inches tall. Now the biggest guy that the Lions have got is Tyler Mano, and uh, Mano is six feet eight inches tall, but Tyler always roams around the perimeter. He's not an inside player. The Lions depend upon Eric Edwards down low, and he's only six feet three inches tall. So the Lions are really going to have to do a good job boxing out here this afternoon, playing tough, intensity defense, and staying right in the face of Washington if they hope to win this basketball game. Keys for today's game, first of all, four. Washington, they want to play up-tempo. They want to get the ball out and go and make things easy for their big men as they get up and down the floor and control the glass. They come in averaging just under 42 rebounds a game. They want to do that here this afternoon. And as far as the Lions are concerned, they've got to hold Washington under that 42 rebound per game average and up their play in the second half because you know Mark Edwards is going to make adjustments at halftime and the best half that the Bears have played this season has always been the second half. We're about two and a half minutes away from the tip-off of today's game. I'll be back to give you the starting lineups, the national anthem, and get this one underway from the Harrington Center on Delhi Avenue here in Cincinnati. We'll do all that when we come back right after this timeout. Sport is a common denominator in the world. And if there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond. We want people to speak up, take the pledge, and rise up against racism. And we'll rise up. I pledge to treat everyone with respect, respect, and dignity. I will not tolerate discrimination or harassment of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up. Whenever I know discrimination is happening, and I will stand up. Get up. Rise up. For victims. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. After five games and eight days around the Thanksgiving holiday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions get a well-deserved week off and don't return to the hardwood until next Saturday. But that's when the Heartland Conference schedule begins. The Lions will host Manchester in the first game of their quest for the conference title and a trip to the NCAA tournament. This is Dave Mitchell. Make sure you come out next Saturday for the game, but if you can't make it, join me with all the play-by-play beginning with the pregame show at 4.30 and the tip-off at 5. It's the Lions hosting Manchester next Saturday on UltimateSportsTalk.com. It's basketball time from the Harrington Center here in Cincinnati, Ohio, on the campus of Mount St. Joseph University. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm Dave Mitchell. And this afternoon, we've got men's college basketball for you as the Lions of Mount St. Joseph at 1-3 and three on the year will be hosting the Washington University Bears. They come in at 4-0 and oh on the season ranked ninth in the country this week according to the D3 national rankings and they had a record of 21 and 6 one year ago and they were 12 and 2 in the UAA this is the first of two games here at the Harrington Center today the second game will have Ohio Northern taking on Case Western Reserve and that game will get underway at about 3 o'clock let us now pause as we stand to attention and bring you our national anthem here this afternoon. Hey, you know. 
smallish crowd here this afternoon for game number one of this one between Washington and the Mount St. Joseph Lions. I'm Dave Mitchell and let's check the starting lineups for this afternoon's ball game. First of all for the Washington University Bears. They're coming in off of their 77-73 victory last night over Ohio Northern. They will start at the forwards. Number 50, Matt Highsmith. Highsmith, a 6'7 senior, averaging 11 points a ball game. Then comes the small forward, Andrew Sanders, number 33. He is a 6'5 senior, averaging 16 points a game. In the middle is David Schmelter. Schmelter averaging 6.6 rebounds a contest. He's a 6'9 senior, number 54. And in the backcourt, it is number 23, Jake Nup. He's averaging 15 a game, a 6'1 senior. And at the other guard will be a 6'2 senior, number 10, Kevin Cusera. Cusera is... Averaging 15 points a game, and he was the UAA Player of the Week a week ago. So it's Highsmith and Sanders at the forwards, Schmelzer in the middle, Nup and Kucera at the guard positions for head coach Mark Edwards of the Bears in his 37th year, 667 career victories, and 289 defeats in his career. He is assisted by Caleb Lawson, Steve Wilkin, and Jason Jabari. Now for the homestanding Mount St. Joseph Lions. They are 1-1 one one here at home, 1-3 and three overall on the season after losing last night to Case Western Reserve, 74-69. to 69. They will start at the forwards. Number 11, Eric Edwards, averaging 13.5 points a game, 6.3 rebounds a contest, and he is a 6-3 senior. At the other forward, it will be number 10, Adam Getz, averaging 14 a ball game. He's a 6-1 sophomore. In the middle, Tyler Mano. Mano number 40, averaging just under 7 points a ball game. He is a 6'8 senior. And, of course, the seniors in the backcourt, number 12, Jordan Henry, averaging 6 points a game. He's a 5'9 senior. And at the other guard will be Andrew Finley. Finley, a 5'9 senior, averaging 15 points a game to lead the ball club. He is number 20. So it's Finley and Henry in the guard positions. Mano in the middle. And at the forwards will be Eric Edwards and Adam Getz here this afternoon. The Lions are coached by Toby Kerrigan in his seventh year. 91 wins against 71 career defeats. 
He is assisted by Justin Ray, who is our pregame guest here tonight, and Rich Morris. Lions next ball game will be next Saturday, and that will be here at home against Manchester. That will tip off at 5 o'clock. And for Washington, they get a week off also. They'll tip off again next Sunday, and that will be at Alma. Washington averaging 82 points a game, giving up 73, while the Lions averaging 70.5 a game, and they're giving up 76. Lions in their home gray uniforms with gold numerals, blue trim, and for Washington, they're in their road green uniforms with white numerals, black trim, along with some red trim along the shoulders and the bottom of the pants. In the center circle is Schmelzer and Edwards. As we get ready to get this one underway, Washington going from right to left across your computer screen, and they get the tip into the front court, and we are underway here at the Harrington Center. Tucera lobs a pass underneath right of the lane to Highsmith. Now back out to Schmelzer. Goes into the left corner to Rainmiller. Rainmiller is starting today in place of Sanders with the basketball to Tucera. Sarah with it. Goes off on the left-hand side to Highsmith. Put up the shot way off the mark, and the rebound will be taken down by Tyler Mano. And Mano has got to do a better job today on the glass for the Bears. He needs to get on the glass and help rebound. In the left corner goes to Mano. Back out front to Getz as the Lions have the basketball for the first time here this afternoon. Getz bounce pass right of the circle. It goes to Edwards. Top of the key with one dribble. Off to Getz on the right wing to Cropper. Cropper is starting today for the Lions also in place of Jordan Henry. On the right side is Eric Edwards. Off to Mano for the follow-away three. In and out on the rim and falls in. Tyler Mano got the kind rubber rim. He's got three. And the Lions take the lead at 3-0. We're under 19 minutes to go in the first half. Top of the key, it's Schmelter on the right-hand side. Kucera goes left-hand side to Nup. Nup with it off to Schmelter for the 17-footer. No good. Rebound Highsmith right back up and in. And that's where he is dangerous on the glass. Averaging five rebounds a ball game and 11 points. And it's 3-2. to two. The mount with the lead. Bounce pass to Edwards, just left of the circle. Hands it off to Andrew Finley. Down into the left corner to Cropper. And back up front. Knocked away and stolen away by Washington. Nup brings it up. He's going to pull up for the right wing three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Jake Cropper. Cropper will clear it off up the floor to Getz. Up the left side. Between the legs dribble. Look for a pick. Got it on the give and go to Edwards. Reverse layup with one dribble. Put it up on the right side. Good. Edwards with his first two, and it's 5-2. Mount with the lead. 18 minutes to go in this ball. first half of play. Schmelter on the right-hand side. Goes top of the key to Nup. Nup gets it down under the left corner to Highsmith. Now back out front to Kucera. Around a pick set by Highsmith. Gives it right back to him in the pick and roll. Picked up by Schmelter, and he slams it home, and he's going to be fouled. Ball got free. Schmelter picked it up. Jammed it in the basket. And the foul is going to be called against Tyler Mino. That is his first and the team's first here in this first half of play. So going line left will be Smelter to try to complete the three-point play, and he does. So Smelter with three in the ballgame, and we are tied up for the first time tonight other than 0-0 at 5-5. Gets right side of the lane. It goes to Edwards. Edwards drives around. Smelter put it up, and Smelter is going to get him with the foul, or are they going to call it on Highsmith? It'll be on Highsmith. That's his first. And the first team foul against the Bears. And going line right will be Eric Edwards. 
Edwards will be shooting two with 17.33 left to go in this first half. We're tied at five. And he eyes the first one, puts it up off the back iron, won't go. So we stay tied at five. First of two here today from the Harrington Center. Second one by Edwards. Line drives it in. He has got three. And it gives the Lions the lead again at six to five. Seventeen and a half left to go in the first half. With it on the left-hand side is Ryan Miller. Hands it off. Top of the circle to Nup. Nup gets it off underneath. Inside to Schmelter. And Schmelter puts it up and in from five feet away. He's got five and it's seven to six. Washington with the lead. Into the front court comes Getz to the free throw circle to Edwards. Edwards hands it off to Getz. Pulls up for the 17-footer in the circle. Got it. Adam Getz with his first two. And the Lions have regained the lead at 8-7 to seven as, we, as we go back and forth here in the opening minutes of this ball game. On the left-hand side is Kisera around a pick set by Smelter. Smelter left of the lane. Hook pass over on the right-hand side to Ryan Miller. He's going to shoot the long three from the right corner. No good. Rebound comes out long. Ball loose on the floor. Nobody can pick it up, and finally the Lions do. And it's Adam Getzel who will come out of the pile with it. Getz brings it up, bounce past Edwards, running the floor, laid it up too hard off the iron, and the ball is taken down by Smelter. Washington comes the other way, bounce pass to Highsmith, on the run, put it up with the right hand, nope, and the rebound taken down by Tyler Mino. Gets it up to Finley, going from left to right across your computer screen. Finley dribbles down to the left wing inside the arc, now top of the circle, right side to Mino, back out front to Finley between the circles. Bounce pass to Edwards, 15 on the shot clock, off to Finley, right wing three, got it. Andrew Finley with his first three points of the ballgame. And the Lions now lead it by four, 11 to 7, 16 minutes to go in the half. Into the front court, Ryan Miller off on the left hand side to Nup. Now back outside to Ryan Miller for the three. Won't go. Rebound chased down on the baseline by Highsmith. And the shot clock resets off on the left-hand side to Kucera. Lobs a pass underneath left of the lane to Highsmith. Spins, gets it back out front to Smelter. Now to Kucera. Kucera right of the lane, splits the double team. He'll go for the reverse layup with the right hand. No. Tipped up by Smelter. No. Smelter got his own rebound. Blocked from behind by Mino. But they'll send Smelter to the line and say Mino got Smelter with the body going back up for the shot. And that's going to be the second team foul against Tyler Mino. Early in this ballgame with 15.33 left to go in the first half. And Smelter goes line left, shooting two. He's got five today. He's already sunk one free throw, but he misses that one off the back iron. Mitch Moorhead coming into the ballgame, 6'5", junior. He's going to play a lot with Connor Mislowski out today. And Cropper leaves the ballgame. Jordan Henry checks in, averaging six and a half points per ballgame. Second one by Smelter with 15.33 left to go in the half. Puts that one in. He's got six. And it's 11-8. The Mount leads by three with the basketball. Edwards off to Jordan Henry. Right of the circle to Moorhead. Back out front to Jordan Henry. Henry dribbles left of the lane. Dobbin to the baseline. Stops. Pulls up to the 15-footer left baseline. Got it. Cusera tried to flop and get an offensive foul called against Henry, but there was really no contact, and Henry was finding himself all alone. Pulled up to the 15-footer and took it away. Now underneath, trying to force the pass inside. Washington gets the ball taken away. Underneath pass from Moorhead. Back out front to Henry. Puts it up from three-point range. Out of bounds. Last touch by the officials are going to talk to each other, and it will go back to the Lions. The outside official didn't see it. The underneath official also, I don't think, saw it. So they'll give the ball back to the Lions. 
13-8 your score. Mount on top of it with 14.50 left to go in the first half. Finley around a pick by Moorhead. Right side to Getz for the three-pointer. Drilled it. Adam Getz with five in the ballgame. His first three. And Mount has jumped out and doubled up the score on Washington at 16-8. With the ball, Highsmith off to Kissera, left wing. Kissera got the ball knocked free by Finley, but now picks it back up and off to Smelter, right of the lane. Smelter inside the arc, down into the corner to Highsmith on the right side. Highsmith spins against Edwards, back underneath the Smelter. One dribble into the lane, dishes it back outside. Two, Nup, Nup drives inside the lane, laid it up from five, up and in. Jake Nup with his first two, he's averaging 15 a game. And it's 16-10, the mount up by six. 14.05 left to go in this first half. Top of the key, Finley. Finley dribbles inside the arc, off to Henry to the free throw line. Henry with the left hand, now to the right hand, around the right side, laid it up and in. Took it right around Ryan Miller, Jordan Henry with four points in the ball game. And it's 18-10, Lions on top of it. Kisera off to Highsmith at the left elbow, hands it off. To Nup. Nup, right corner. Gets it back out front to Kisera. Kisera top of the circle. Off the smelter, left baseline. Drives in against Moorhead. Stops at the lane. Can't find anyone. Now dishes it off under the left corner to Nup. Back off to Highsmith inside the circle. He'll shoot the 17-footer. Missed it. And the rebound will be taken down by Jordan Henry. Henry will clear it up the floor up the right-hand side with 13.20 to go in the half. Henry, left of the lane. Stops, spins to his left inside the lane, and deals it back out front to Finley. Now to Getz. Getz bounce pass to Moorhead. Moorhead looking underneath for Edwards. Can't find him. Now hands it off to Getz. Back on the right wing to Henry. Top of the key, Moorhead. Bounce pass to Henry. Henry with it. Off to Finley, left sideline. Now to Henry. Henry with three. Drives around. Highsmith laid it up and in. Boy, Henry didn't get the start today, and he came in off the bench like a man possessed. 12.58 left to go in the first half. Timeout, Washington. Your score, it's the Lions 20 and Washington 10. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays, where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, because Connor Mislowski is out of this ball game, Toby Kerrigan is going to have to go deeper onto his bench than he normally does. And right now he's bringing in 6'4 freshman out of Peebles, Ohio, Cam Gordley. Gordley into the ball game for the first time this season. 12.58 left to go after that timeout by Mark Edwards. Lions on top of it by 10. And Washington with the basketball. Left side to Nup. Nup dribbles right side of the lane. He'll put it up in front of Proper, who's back into the ballgame. Lay it up from the right side, and good. Nup has got four, and it's 20-12. to 12. Lions in front of it. Up the left-hand side is Edwards. Off to Cropper. Cropper gets it to Moorhead. On the right-hand side, Cropper top of the key. Looked for the shot, but didn't take it. Off to Henry. Henry, left side of the lane. Back out front to Moorhead. He'll shoot left of the circle. Three rattles in and out, and back in again. Mitch Moorhead with his first three, and it's 23-12. to 12. Lions lead it by 11. 
Highsmith off the smelter. Right side, Kucera. Top of the key. It goes to Ryan Miller. Down on the right baseline to Highsmith. At the right elbow, Smelter from 15 and short. And the rebound taken off the floor. Smelter chased it down and got it before Moorhead could get to it. With it on the right-hand side, now it's Kucera. Gets a pass on the left wing. Down to the baseline to Ryan Miller. Left of the circle. Now to Smelter. Back out front to Ryan Miller for three. No good. And Moorhead grabbed the rebound. Right now, the Lions are out rebounding 7-5 to five in this ball game over Washington. In the lane, Henry pulls up from 10. Got it. Jordan Henry with 8. And the Lions have opened up a 13-point lead against the number 9 team in the country. It's 25-12. to 12. On the left-hand side, Kisera around a pick by Highsmith. Drives the lane. Laid it up with the right hand with the right side. Got it. Kisera with his first two. And it's 25-14. Lions with the 11-point lead. Finley off to Edwards. is playing out high now as the Lions are going with a 1-4 offensive set. Top of the key proper. Dribbles left side of the lane. He'll put it up left side off the glass and iron from five. No good. And Smelter got the rebound. Smelter clears it off up the floor to Kucera. On the right baseline, it goes to Nup. He'll drive the right baseline, lay it up off the rim. No good. Kucera got his own rebound. Dribbles around Moorhead. Ball knocked free by Edwards, but a foul will be called on Edwards. On double E, that is his first personal foul. That's the third against the Lions as a team with 10.51 remaining in this first half. Now Liam Rabe is going to come into the ballgame at the next buzzer. As Nup will go line left, puts it up, and it is good. Nup with five. Into the ball game now. For Washington is number 45. That is Jake Wiernicki. Wiernicki from the Woodlands, Texas. He's a 6'5 junior. And also into the ball game is Marcus Meyer, a 6'9 senior junior center. Second one, put up and in by Nup. He has got six in the ball game, And it's 25-16. Lions lead it by nine. Gordley with the basketball. Left-hand side to Getz. Put up the 17-footer just inside the arc. No good. And the rebound taken up off the floor by Matt Nestor, who's into the ballgame. Nestor kicks it back out front. On the left-hand side, it goes to Nup. Nup with it, right side. Goes back to Nestor. Nestor with it on the left-hand side, now top of the circle to Wiernicki. And Wiernicki tried to dump it off underneath to Meyer, and a foul will be called underneath. Meyer and Wiernicki did not play in yesterday's game. So they were not in my scorebook. With it is Washington. Washington has it to Jack Nolan, who's back into the ballgame, averaging nine points for contest. And underneath, they went to Wiernicki. He put up the shot no good. And Jordan Henry takes down the rebound. Henry around a pick to inside the circle. And a foul will be called as Henry was trying to get away from Jake Nupp. And Nupp gets called for the body-up foul. And it's his first. And it's only the second against Washington as a team. Finley will come back into the ballgame. And leaving is Rabe after getting just a few seconds of playing time. 10.04 to go in the first half. Lions lead it by 9, 25-16. On the left-hand side, Henry. 
Henry looking underneath, goes down on the right baseline to Cropper. Cropper dribbles up to the wing outside the arc. Now right side of the front court between the circles. Cropper, bounce pass, goes to Gordley. Back out front to Getz. Getz, right wing, is going to drive right of the lane, put up the floater off the glass and good from 10. Getz has got seven, and it's 27-16. Lions without 11-point lead again. Into the front court comes Nestor. On the right-hand side to Meyer. Meyer with it back to where Nicky. On the right wing, it goes to Nup. And Nup is going to be fouled on the way to the bucket off the right baseline. And that will be on Jordan Henry, his first. And that's the fourth against the Lions as a team. Well, right now going on at Paul Brown Stadium, Browns lead the Bengals 3 to nothing, with 9.21 left to go in the first quarter of play. 27-16, your score here. Underneath is Meyer. Meyer put up the shot in front of Gordley, missed it, and the rebound taken down by Jordan Henry. Henry will bring it up the left-hand side and get it off to Cropper. Cropper outside the arc with 9.13 left to go in this first half. Got the ball knocked free, so Cropper regains the dribble between the circles. 16 on the shot clock. Cropper can't find anyone. Now one loads the ball to Henry. Left of the circle to Gordley. Back out to Henry. Henry with 8 on the shot clock. Gets a pass on the right side. Cropper. Pump fake. Dribbles to the free throw line. Puts it up from 15. Got it. Boy, the Lions are shooting outstanding right now from the field. Hitting 71%. And they lead it by 13, 29-16, their biggest lead of the night. On the left-hand side, Nestor. Nestor for Washington, looks underneath, goes to Nup. Nup, long three, right of the circle, got it. Nup has got nine, and it's 29-19. Lions with the lead. Cam Stewart coming off the Lions bench. He'll check in at the next dead ball. Gordley, right of the circle, one dribble, hands it off to Henry to the free throw line with the left-hand dribble. Now on the left-hand side to Cropper. Cropper dribbles to the left elbow, back out front to Finley. Finley near the center circle, off to Cropper, sideline left. Cropper with seven on the shot clock. Dribbles down to the left baseline to Finley. Finley left block, hooks it underneath to Gordley, and he goes up and he's fouled on the way to the bucket. The foul will be called on Washington, and I believe it's going to be on Nestor, and it will be. Matt Nestor with his first. Team third, and Gordley will go line right. Shooting two shots. That was just before the shot clock ticked down to zero. So Gordley shoots the first one up, no good. Now into the ballgame for Washington is Mickey Bell. Bell didn't play yesterday either. Bell is a sophomore out of Rockville, Maryland. 6'4", 195 pounds. Second one by Gordley. Put that one up and good. So Gordley with his first point of the ball game. Now he'll check out. Eric Edwards back in after getting a well-deserved four-minute breather. Lions lead it by 11, 7.59 left to go in this first half. Nestor crossover dribble, gets it off the bell, top of the circle, and goes to where Nicky. Right back to Nestor, gives it on the give and go to where Nicky. Laid it up, no, but a foul will be called on the Lions. And where Nicky will go line left. Boy, they run that pick and roll extremely well, and they run it to death. Foul called against Jake Cropper. That is his first. And the fifth against the Lions. And where Nicky goes line left and misses the first free throw. 7.49 left to go in this first half of play. Opening game of two today. Second one by where Nicky. That one is good. So he's got his first point of the ball game. 
And it's a 10-point Lion lead with 7.45 remaining in the half. Cropper with it between the circles, right in the circle to Edwards. Back outside Cropper, all alone for the left wing. Three, got it! Cropper was all alone, got his feet set, drilled his first three in the afternoon. He's got five. And it's 33-20 Lions on top of it. Sideline right. With the basketball is Nolan. Nolan, top of the key, Nestor. Nestor looks, dribbles left side of the lane, inside the arc. Now back out front to where Nicky hands it back off to Nestor. Left of the front court. Ten on the shot clock. Nestor dribbles left side, pulls up to the 15-footer. Got it. Well, you know he can do that. He's coming into the ball game, averaging three points a ball game. But, boy, when you watch him shoot before games... He puts on quite an exhibition. Edwards on the left-hand side gets. Lines with 11-point lead. Gets it off to Stewart. Right wing Cropper. Top of the key Finley. Pump fake. Goes to the free throw line. Back outside. Right wing three by Cropper. No good. And the rebound taken down by Wernicke. He'll clear it off up the floor to Nestor into the front court. Nestor with it. Back to Wernicke. Lobs a pass underneath the Meyer. And a holding foul will be called underneath on the pass against Derek Edwards. And that's his second. Sixth against the Lions as a team. Highsmith will come back into the ball game, and so will Kucera, leaving Wiernicki and Nestor. Gordley's going to check back in for the Lions now. And Edwards will have to sit down with those two personal fouls. Coach Kerrigan doesn't want to take a chance on Edwards picking up a third here in this first half. Edwards leaves with three points. And the official wants the Lions bench to sit down and Edwards was talking with the assistant Justin Ray and the team was sitting there waiting for Edwards to come down and slap their hands putting it up and good is Meyer he's got his first point of the ball game and he draws the Bears to within 10 with 641 left to go in the first half 33-23 Meyer the second one dips, shoots, got that one Meyer with two, and it's 33-24. Meyer will check out of the ball game, and coming back in is Smelter. Smelter comes in with six. Meyer leaves with those two free throws. 33-24. Lions with the basketball. Gordley left side. It goes to Getz. Gets around a pick by Gordley. Now gets it on the left hand side to Cropper. Cropper looking underneath. Gets it to Gordley left baseline. He'll dribble inside. Got shut off. Back out front to Stewart. Stewart with 12 on the shot clock. On the left wing to Getz. Getz will drive to the free throw line. Hand it off to Stewart. Top of the key. Three. Got it. Cam Stewart with his first three of the ball game. Lions right now are shooting six of eight from three-point range for 75%. That shot put up on the right-hand side by Nolan, and it got knocked out of bounds after he missed it. It was last touched by Andrew Finley, so it will stay with the Bears with 6.01 remaining to go in the first half. Lions lead it 36-24. Ball inbounded to Highsmith on the left-hand side. It goes to Cassera, back to Highsmith, left of the lane on the left baseline to Bell. Bell put up the three. No good. And the rebound taken down by Getz. Getz will bring it up on the run for the Lions on the right-hand side. Getz with it around a pick by Gordley. Gets it to Gordley. Gordley's going to pull up for the 15th. Gooder got it. Gordley has given the Lions some great minutes off the bench. He's got three. And it's 38-24. Lions lead it by 14. Bringing it up the other way. Taking it all the way to the bucket is Kucera. Laid it up and in around Finley. Kucera 
got the advantage, took it. He's got four, and it's 38-26 Lions. Left of the circle is Gordley. Gordley, one dribble, back out front to Stewart. Stewart with 5.15 left to go in the first half. Gets it off the Gets. Now to Finley. Finley near the center circle. 12 on the shot clock. Gordley right of the circle. Hands it off to Finley. Sets the pick for Finley. Now down on the right baseline to Cropper. Cropper with five. Right elbow. Back out to Finley. Pump fake to the right baseline. Tried to get a pass underneath to Gordley. Put it up and in at the buzzer on the shot clock. Gordley, what an acrobatic shot. He's got five. Lions lead it by 14. Up for Pat. Stolen away by Getz. Getz brings it up on the break. He'll land up on the left hand. Good. Getz with nine. Timeout, Washington. It'll be a full. 4.40 left to go in the first half, and the Lions are playing out of their Gordley. Your score, it's the Lions 43 and Washington 26. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. After years in the same location, the Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're not just yards behind their old location, into the Delhi Plaza. But only the location changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best wings and burgers in town and offer a relaxed family-style atmosphere. With a full menu of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11, now in the Delhi Plaza. 4.40 left to go in the first half, and Cam Gordley has come in and is playing out of his mind. He has got five points, but that last shot that he threw up, he knew he had to get it up, but he was double teamed and flipped it up from the left side of the bucket with the right hand from about three feet away, and it went straight up and came straight down through the bucket. 42-26, Lions lead it by 16. And that caused Mark Edwards, the two-time national championship coach, to take his second time out of the first half. On the right side, Nolan with it for the Bears, hands it off to Nup, and Nup drives right of the lane, and he'll lay it up and in. Nup has got 11, and it's a 14-point Lions lead. Gordley with it inside the circle to Getz. Getz bounce pass left of the circle now to Gordley. Top of the key, hands it off to Getz. Getz right back to Gordley on the right side, lost the handle. Back out front, ball knocked away, stolen away by Nup. Now off on the left-hand side, it goes to Nolan, and Nolan lays it up and in. Nolan's got two, and it's 42-30. And right after that, the Bears have come up and scored four in a row, and Toby Kerrigan says, we can't let them get back into this thing. There's 3.59 left to go, so Kerrigan takes a timeout. We will also. 3.59 remaining in the first half. It's now the Lions 42 and Washington 30. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. 
Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. Bengals now on top of the Browns over at Paul Brown Stadium, about 10 miles from here. 7-3, five minutes to go in the first quarter. Here it's a 12-point Lions lead over the Bears. 42-33-59 left to go in the first half of play. Stewart off to Finley, who's back into the ballgame. Jump pass left corner. It goes to Cropper for three. Got it. Cropper with two threes. He's got eight. And it's 45-30. Lions have extended their lead to 15 again. Highsmith, right corner. Now down to the right baseline. Highsmith, guarded by Cropper. Back out front to Schmelter. On the left side, Nup. He'll drive left baseline. Lay it over the right hand. Good and a foul. Foul will be called on Cam Stewart. That is his first. And that puts the Lions over the limit. Doesn't matter because Nup, who got the bucket, his 13th point of the day, will go to the line trying to complete the conventional three-point play with 3.36 remaining in this first half. Nup. Two for two from the stripe, goes line left, put it up, and good. Nup now with 14, he leads all scorers, and it's a 12-point Lions lead. Finley top of the circle, on the right-hand side, Proper. Proper looking underneath, top of the key to Finley, hands it off to Getz, gets to the free-throw line, bounce pass underneath to Moorhead, and stuck back in in the play for Bordley, and Moorhead lays it up and in. Moorhead's got five in the ballgame, Lions getting great bench for bench production here this afternoon. Nup with it on the left-hand side and a foul, a touch foul, going to be called against Jordan Henry. That's his second. And the line's already over the limit, so Henry will have to leave the ball game. He's got two. Mano has two. Edwards has two. And they are all off the floor right now. Going line left is Nup for the front end of the one and one No good, and the rebound taken down by Moorhead. That's the first miss of the afternoon by Nup. 47-33 Lions. Gets off to Raves. Rave with three minutes to go in the half. Off to Moorhead now, top of the key to Getz. Getz left of the circle. Getz stop and go dribble. He'll lay it up left side with the left hand. Good. Right around Smelter. Getz has got 11. He used his quickness there against the bigger Smelter. And the Lions lead it by 16, 49-33. Smelter, left-hand side to Nolan for the three left wing. No good. Rebound on the baseline, and a foul is going to be called on Highsmith as he had a hold of the right arm of Cropper going after that rebound. Matt Highsmith with his second personal. That's the fourth team foul against Washington. Now coming back in, Hank Hunter. Hunter, the 6'8 sophomore, averaging eight a ball game. He's checking in and leaving is Highsmith with those two fouls. Finley dribbles right baseline, back out front to Rabe, top of the key to Cropper, drives inside the lane, got the ball knocked free off the glass, and chased down by Rabe out near the timeline. Gets it off to Getz, almost knocked away and stolen away by Washington, but Getz has got the basketball between the circles. Nine on the shot clock. Getz takes his ball down to the right side. Crossover dribble, knocked off the leg of one of the Bears, and it will go out of bounds, and there's three on the shot clock. Lions will put the ball in play on the right side in the front court, right in front of the Washington bench. Getz will trigger it in. Inbounds into Finley. One dribble, back to Getz, top of the circle. He'll shoot the long three, got it! Gets with 14, his second three. Lions lead it by 19. 
52-33. Smelter at the left elbow. Top of the key, Nup dribbles down to the right wing inside the arc. Nup now outside the arc to Smelter. Top of the key, two-pointer, no good. Rebound over the top will be Getz. And Getz came right down on the derriere of Hank Hunter in the midsection. And Getz will get hit with the foul. That is his first, but he came away worse for wear on that one than Hunter did. And now Hunter will go line left. He's scoreless today. His first trip to the strike puts it up off the side iron. No good. 52-33. Lions are shooting 76% from the field, 80% from three-point range. Hunter, the second one, no good off the side iron in the front rim. And Rabe takes down the rebound. Into the front court. Rabe on the right side to Moorhead. Sideline left of Finley. Gets it back off to Moorhead. Moorhead is going to shoot the long three. Won't go. Rebound comes out long. And it's taken off the floor by Jack Nolan. Nolan gets it up into the front court. Kucera. Kucera down to the right baseline. Now spins it back out to the wing. Now off to Nolan for the long three. Won't go. Rebound comes out long. Taken down by Finley. Finley brings it up on the break. Three on two. He'll go all the way to the lane. To the lane. Lay it up and in. Finley has got five. Lions have opened up a 21-point lead with a minute 10 to go in this first half. Nolan, top of the circle to Hunter. On the left side, Kissera. Kissera gets it off the nub. He'll put up the runner left side from the left baseline. Nope, but he's going to be fouled on the way to the bucket by Getz. And that will be his second. So if the one thing the Lions are not doing well is fouling, Getz, Edwards, Mano, and Henry each have two. With a minute four to go in the half. And going line left is Nup. Puts it up and it is good. Boy, this kid can shoot. He has got a nice, easy release. Gets out of the ball game. Cam Stewart in. So Stewart's on the floor with Finley, Rabe, Cropper, and Moorhead. A combination the Lions have not played with all season long. Second one is good. By Nup. He's got 16. And it's 54-35, Lions by 19 again. Into the front court. On the left-hand side is Rabe. Rabe with the game clock at 50 and the shot clock at 20. Rabe gets it back over on the right-hand side. Now the Lions are going to run their version of the North Carolina four-corner. 12 seconds on the shot clock, 43 on the game clock. Finley now will start the offense. He dribbles inside, and they're going to call Finley for palming the basketball. So the turnover gives it back. That's the second turnover of the game against the Lions. Two for Washington. It's been an extremely well-played half. 35 seconds to go in the half. Kucera around a pick by Smelter, and Smelter is going to get hit with an illegal pick. He about knocked Finley into the second row. The bleachers across the way. Smelter with his first personal. So the Lions will have it back. 33.2 seconds on the game clock, and the shot clock still on with 29. Rabe will bring it into the front court, and now I think they're going to call a tee against Smelter. It is a technical foul called against Smelter, and Mark Edwards is going to have a few words with the official on that one, although he's subdued about it. But I'll tell you one thing, Edwards is not happy about the illegal screen called against Smelter seconds ago that led to the tee. And Finley hits the free throw. So 
Melcher picks up the foul. That is his second on that technical. Sixth team foul against Washington. 55-35. Now Getz is coming in for Moorhead. Toby Kerrigan with the shot clock off. 29 seconds to go in the half once to get his shooters back into the ballgame. Second one by Finley is no good. Missed it. So Finley with six in the ballgame made it a 20-point lead. Now the Lions have Getz, Cropper, Rabe, Stewart, and Finley on the floor. And they will inbound the ball near the timeline to Finley in the backcourt. Smelter has left the ball game and back into the contest is Hank Hunter. Kisera is guarding Stewart. 15 on the shot clock. There's about a two-second differential between the game clock and the shot clock. Stewart near the center circle. Off to Cropper. Eight on the shot clock. Ten on the game clock. Handoff and goes to Getz. Getz, top of the circle. Four seconds. Step back. Two-pointer. Left side. In and out. No good. Rebound Hunter. Hunter gets it off to Kucera. Left hand. Three-quarter court shot. Won't go. And that is the end of a dynamic first half for the Mount St. Joseph Lions playing the number nine team in the country and they have got a 20 point lead against the Washington Bears shooting a scorching 71.4% from the field and 73% from the three point mark. Your score at halftime from the Harrington Center at Mount St. Joseph University it's the Lions 55 and Washington 35. Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts, located on Cincinnati's west side, serving the tri-state area for 19 years. Cincinnati's one-stop shop for Christian books, gifts, art, music, and much more. Special orders are welcome. Find a new Bible in any version. Find books on devotionals, comfort and grief, prayer, marriage, and inspiration. Praise and worship music with instrumentals, greeting cards, jewelry, even clothing. Enhance your walk with the Lord with Inner Blessings Christian Books and Gifts on 4002 Harrison Avenue in Cincinnati. Open Tuesday through Saturday, closed Sunday and Monday. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Well, your score here at the half from... The Harrington Center, and yes, you are hearing it correctly. The Lions of Mount St. Joseph lead it by 20 over the number nine ranked team in the country, the Washington University Bears. Your score here at the half, 55 to 35. Lions lead it by 20, and we'll be back with more at halftime right after this. Someone do something, please. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. The longest moments 
those moments that occur after you call 911 and then finally hear the sirens in the distance. You can fill in those longest moments. You can do something. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead. I was dead until someone did something. Most sudden cardiac events are witnessed by friends, family, co-workers, and bystanders. They can help a person continue to live. Is your community or workplace hot safe? I was on my way to the hospital when my heart stopped beating. I was at home. I was in church. I was at a basketball game. I was at a nightclub. I was at work when my heart stopped beating. Someone called 911. Someone started CPR. Someone brought an AED. Is your community or workplace heart safe? Someone did something and I'm alive. Today, middle and high schools are now requiring service learning hours. The number of high school students who volunteer nearly doubled the number of college students. In 2004, the percent of college students who volunteer peaked at 31.2%. By 2010, that rate dropped to 26.1%. Once students get to college, many feel like they have too many other obligations and not enough time to volunteer. But these students are missing out on an enriching experience. As a volunteer, you will step out of your comfort zone working in teams with people of all ages and different backgrounds. You will have the chance to increase your social and relationship skills. You will be able to apply what you learned in the classroom to the real world. You will acquire skills that will help build your resume and make you a more competitive job applicant. And best of all, volunteering will create a positive change in your community and make you feel good. So try to balance your time and find a few hours where you can volunteer with one of the many amazing organizations in your community. There is a volunteering opportunity out there for everyone and many resources you can use to find what will best fit you. Well, back at halftime where it is 55-35, Lions lead it by 20 here at the half. And let's take a look at the statistical story for the first half of this one so far in the ball game. And for the Lions, you've only got to look at one thing, and that is the field goal percentage as a team. The Lions shooting 22 of 28 from the field, 78.6% from the field for the Lions. From three-point range, they are 8 of 12 for 67%. And believe it or not, they're only shooting 50% from the line, 3 of 6 from the strike in the first half of play in this one. Individually for the Lions, Adam Getz is leading the way. He has got 14 points in the ballgame in 17 minutes, 6 of 7 from the field, 2 of 3 from three-point range. He's grabbed two rebounds, doled out four assists, and two steals in the ballgame. He's got two personal fouls and those 14 points. Eight points going to Jake Cropper in 17 minutes, 3 of 5 from the field, 2 of 3 from three-point range, and he's got eight points along with one personal foul. Eight points also to Jordan Henry, who's coming off the bench today. Cropper took his place in the starting rotation. Four of five from the field for Henry. O of one for three-point range. He's got three rebounds and eight points in the contest. Six points going to Andrew Finley on two of two from the field. One of one from three-point range. One of two from the line in 16 minutes for six points. Five points to Mitch Moorhead on two of two from the field. One of one for three-point range. Cam Bordley's also got five points. Two of two from the field and one of two from the line. Gordley doesn't have any rebounds, but boy, he's done a good job down low of boxing out here this afternoon. Tyler Mano, three points. He's got those two personal fouls 
One of one from the field, that was a three-pointer. He only played four minutes in the first half. And Eric Edwards had three points in the first half in ten minutes. He had those two personal fouls also. One of two from the field, one of two from the line. Edwards grabbed no rebounds, but he had four assists also along with Andrew Finley. And he ended up with three points. Cam Stewart, one of one for three-point range in six minutes for three points also for the Lions. And they've got a total of 55 points here at the half. For Washington, they're shooting what they normally do. The Lions aren't doing anything spectacular against them defensively. It's just that Mount St. Joseph is hitting the shots that they need to hit. Coming into the ball game, the Bears were averaging 41% from the field. They're shooting 40% today. 12 of 30 from the field for 40%, but they're 1 of 9 from three-point range for just 11%. And from the free-throw line, they've gone 15 times. They've struck down 10 for 67% from the strike. The Bears are being led by Jake Nupp. Nupp has got 16 points here this afternoon in 17 minutes. 5 of 7 from the field, 1 of 2 from 3, 5 of 6 from the line for those 16 total points. Then you have to drop all the way down to 6 points each for Kevin Cusera in 16 minutes. 3 of 5 from the field, 0 for 1 from 3-point range. Cusera with 6. And David Schmelter, 16 points, 2 of 5 from the line, 2 of 3 from from the free-throw line, I should say. He had four rebounds, six total points, and he's got that one technical, remember that. Off the bench, two points going to Matt Nestor, one of one from the field for two. Marcus Meyer, off the bench, all of one from the field, but two of two from the line for two points. And two points to Matt Highsmith in 14 minutes, one of four from the field. He's got two rebounds, one assist, two points, and one point off the bench to Jack Wernicke. Wernicke, all of one from the field, one of two from the line. He grabbed one rebound and has one point in the ballgame. 55-35, your score. Lions lead it by 20, and we'll be back with more right after this halftime timeout. Everybody knows that high school sports generate suspense, excitement, and drama. They also generate higher grade point averages, stronger work habits, and greater self-esteem. Everybody knows that high school sports give us more value for our entertainment dollar. They also give us leaders committed to strengthening communities right here in Ohio. The true value of playing sports in school can't be measured in wins and losses or dollars and cents. Studies show that participation in sports, along with other extracurricular activities, is one of the best ways to teach leadership, cooperation, accountability, and other invaluable life skills. Don't just stand on the sidelines. Encourage the young people you know to get in the game. When you do, you'll be helping them get ahead in life. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The high school basketball season begins this week for the boys, and beginning Friday night, you can hear Roger Bacon basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The Spartans made the trip to the state finals one season ago and look to take that one step farther this year. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday night as the Spartans open their season in Madera. The pregame show starts at 7.15 with the tip-off at 7.30. It's high school basketball on the air this Friday night on UltimateSportsTalk.com. And that's going to be a lot of fun. The Spartans were two points away from a state championship one year ago when they fell to 
Villa Angeles St. Joe, and they lost it in Division Four by two points. And they'll be getting underway this Friday night against Madeira. I'll have all the pregame activity for you at about 7.15. 7.30 with the tip-off here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. 55-35 your score here at the half. The Lions leading it over Washington University. Let's take a look at the scores around the NFL since probably a lot of you, if you're not coming home from your Thanksgiving foyers, are home watching the Bengals and the Browns or if you've got the Sunday ticket watching somebody else, but right now with 7.32 left to go in the first half, the Bengals at Paul Brown Stadium leading the Browns 10-3 in their game. Elsewhere around the NFL, 13 minutes left to go in the half. Buffalo over Kansas City, shutting out the Chiefs 7-0. 8.50 left to go in the half. And Carolina has a 9-3 advantage over the New York Jets. 10.52 left to go in the second quarter. Philadelphia shutting out the Bears in the city of brotherly love. 14 to nothing. With 12.22 left to go in the first half, New England leads by a touchdown over Miami. The Dolphins trailing 14 to 7. Tampa Bay losing to Atlanta with 10.38 left to go in the first half. 10 to 3. And Tennessee is beating up on Indianapolis. Not very much of a beat up. It's 6 to 3. Tennessee over the Colts with 9.14 left to go in the first half. This afternoon, Seattle is playing at San Francisco. That's a four o'clock start. At four twenty-five, Denver is playing at Oakland. Jacksonville will be at Arizona. And New Orleans plays in Los Angeles against the Rams. That should be a good game between Drew Brees and the Saints against the Rams. That game is out in LA. Tonight Green Bay is playing at Pittsburgh. That's the luster is kind of off of that one since Aaron Rodgers is out until later on this season and Ben Roethlisberger. And Houston will play in Monday Night Football at Baltimore tomorrow night. Now, just so you know, it's still 10-3 to Cincinnati over Cleveland, but Deshaun Kaiser is out of the ballgame for the Browns. He's being evaluated by a concussion, and he has been replaced by Cody Kessler. We're about two minutes away from the tip-off of the second half of this one, and the second half has been the bread and butter for Washington this year. They have scored 62 more points in the second half in their first four ball games than they have in the first half of their contest. They come in unbeaten. This is not going to be an easy half for the Lions. They've got to get their act together and put it together and not lose this 20-point lead. I'm Dave Mitchell. Your score at the half. It's 55-35. The Lions over the Bears. The second half is next on UltimateSportsTalk.com. This Mount St. Joseph basketball broadcast has been made possible by Interbellissing's Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions. Call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi. Casa de Sansi in Apple Creek, Ohio. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Mount St. Joseph Broadcast on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Exclusive access, premium tickets, travel and hospitality, all from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. The 2018 NCAA Final Four. That's the three. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. 
After five games in eight days around the Thanksgiving holiday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions get a well-deserved week off and don't return to the hardwood until next Saturday. But that's when the Heartland Conference schedule begins. The Lions will host Manchester in the first game of their quest for the conference title and a trip to the NCAA tournament. This is Dave Mitchell. Make sure you come out next Saturday for the game, but if you can't make it, join me with all the play-by-play beginning with the pregame show at 4.30 and the tip-off at 5. It's the Lions hosting Manchester next Saturday on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Lions come out to defend their 20-point lead with Finley, Mano, Getz, Edwards, and Cropper, the original starting five. And for Washington, they have got Nup out onto the floor, along with Ryan Miller, who is out there. Highsmith with those two personal fouls. Smelter with the two personal fouls. And who is the other one? That is Kustera. So here we go. Lions going from right to left across your computer screen. And they have the basketball to open up the second half of play. Finley gets it off to Getz. 15 on the shot clock. To Edwards left in the circle. Knocked free by Highsmith. Edwards goes back, picks it up, gets it off to Getz. 10 on the shot clock to the free throw line. Getz backing in to the right side of the lane. Turn around 12-footer inside the lane. Got it. Getz has got 16. And it's a 22-point Lions lead as we've just begun the second half. On the left-hand side, Kisera. Kisera inside the circle to Heisman. 17-footer off the back iron, no good. And the rebound chased down outside by Smelter. Smelter gets it off to Highsmith. Now back to Kisera on the right wing to Ryan Miller. Back inside the circle to Highsmith. 17-footer short again. Rebound Smelter and a foul is going to be called on Tyler Mano as he had a firm grasp on the right arm of David Smelter. Leading the ball game is Mano with those three personal fouls. And Mitch Moorhead will come back in. He's got three points, making five points in the first half. On the left-hand side, Nup with the basketball. Nup dribbles down to the right side. Lock pass underneath to Smelter. Put it up from the right side off the glass and good. Smelter with seven. Now it appears Mark Edwards on that first possession. They may be trying to beat the ball down low and try to take advantage of the tremendous height they have against the Lions. 18.45 to go in the game. It's a 20-point Lions lead. Moorhead, top of the key to Getz. Getz with 14 on the shot clock. Hook pass to Moorhead, top of the key. Three, Moorhead couldn't get it to go. Edwards battling against the taller Smelter. And Smelter got the rebound and then threw it right past his intended receiver, Ryan Miller, on the left sideline and out of bounds. So the turnover, just the third of the afternoon against Washington, compared to two for the Lions. And the Lions have the basketball back. Gets floater, left baseline, good. Gets four quick points to start the second half. He's got 18. And again, it's a 22-point Lions lead. Smelter inside the circle. Left baseline to Nepp. And Nepp puts up the shot. No good. And a foul will be called against Washington. And that is against Highsmith. And that will be his third first-team foul against the Bears with 18.09 left to go in this ballgame. Washington came into this one unbeaten at 4-0 and ranked number 9 in the country. And the Lions are playing like they're the unbeaten team and ranked number 9 in the country. With it on the left-hand side, gets top of the circle, Finley. Stop and go dribble, dribbles to the left side. Put it up with the right hand on the right side of the bucket. Used the bucket to protect himself and laid it in. 
Finley with eight. And it's 61-37, Lions by 24 on the back door. Nice play defensively by Cropper. Stole the basketball as he read that play coming up from Ryan Miller. Up the floor is Getz. Gets into the front court for the Lions with a left-hand dribble to the line. Dump pass underneath to Edwards, and it went right off of Edwards and out of bounds. Getz just could not get the angle to get the ball to Edwards cleanly. 61-37 Lions, 17-25 left to go in this ball game. The Lions with a huge lead right now. Now gets it back out front to Highsmith, back down into the corner to Nepp, and Getz is down on the baseline. Drilling the three is Nepp from the left corner, and Getz is down in a heap underneath the bucket at the Washington end of the floor, and he's grabbing his right ankle. 61-40 is the score now. After Nupp hit that three-pointer, he's got 17 in the ballgame. But all the eyes are turned towards Getz, who's now up off the floor and trying to put some weight on that right ankle. 17-15 left to go, and Jordan Henry's going to come in and replace Getz, and Getz is going to walk off under his own power, which is a good sign. Getz has been the main cog in the offense this afternoon with 18 points. Two three-pointers, but he went down in a heap, and now he appears to be walking okay as he walks off the floor, but they're going to take him right over to the trainer's table and probably retape that ankle. 17-15 left to go in this ballgame. 21-point Lions lead, and this is danger time because after Getz leaves the floor and Nepp hit that three-pointer, this is the time where Washington could make a run. And away from the ball down low is going to be a foul called against Washington. And that is a foul against number 35 is into the ball game. Sasha Sobolev. Sobolev gets called for the foul away from the ball. That's his first, obviously, since this is his first trip into the ball game. Finley, hook pass with 15 on the shot clock. Off Edwards, right elbow. Edwards with the basketball into the free throw line. Off to Rabe. Rabe now back to Finley. Finley off to Edwards. Seven on the shot clock. Top of the key. Bounce pass trying to go to Finley. And it's taken away by Sobolev. Clears it off the floor to Nepp. Now on the right side to the point guard. Kucera put up the three. No good. Rebound tapped out of bounds. Last touch by Washington. And it will go back to the Lions. 61-40. Lions could use a bucket here. I know it sounds strange. Up by 21, but when you're up against the number nine team in the country, they seem to have a little momentum here. Down by 21. Henry with the left-hand dribble inside the center circle. Bounce pass off on the right-hand side to Moorhead. Moorhead gets it off to Edwards. Edwards at the left wing. Back to Moorhead, left block. Moorhead blacking in against Smelter. Spins to his right to the baseline. Put it up, Smelter got a piece of it, and it's pulled out of the air by Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller gets it up the floor to Kucera. Kucera left wing to Nep. Nep stop and go outside the arc. Lobs it underneath the Smelter, left block. Back outside to Kucera for the left-handed three. Left corner, got it. Kucera's got seven. And it's now suddenly an 18-point lead. 15.52 left to go, and 
Toby Kerrigan senses the same thing I do. They need a timeout. 15:51 left to go in the ball game. Your score: it's the Lions 61. Washington 43. Every day of the week is a party at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Start with Saturdays where JTAPS is your official stop for Mount St. Joe's football before and after the game. On Sunday is the NFL Sunday ticket. See a different game on every screen. And while you're there, check out the great service while enjoying all the different entrees on the JTAPS menu. It's wing night for Monday Night Football. Tuesday is boneless wing night. And Wednesday, stop by for gyro night. It's the place to be. Open every day at 11. JTAPS Sports Bar and Grill at 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Bengals now leading the Browns at Paul Brown Stadium 13-3. Here with 15-51 remaining in the ballgame at 61-43. Lions lead it by 18. But Washington, as strange as it may seem, putting on a little rally here. They were down by 24, and they've cut it down to 18. Henry with the basketball dribbles around the top of the circle. Back to Cropper, off to Finley. Finley bounce pass to Cam Gordley, who's back into the ballgame. Bounce pass to Finley, double teamed in the lane. Top of the key, Gordley. Gets down into the left corner to Cropper for the three. Got it! Boy, that is just what the doctor ordered. Cropper with 11, and it's 64-43 Lions. Into the front court. Comes Cusera on the right side to Ness. Nolan, Nolan put up the three. Right wing, got it. Nolan has got five. And it's 64-46 again, an 18-point lead for the Lions. Cropper, bounce pass left of the circle. Standing on the arc is Gordley. Gets it off to Finley. He'll drive left side, lay it over the right hand. Good. Boy, Finley is a master at getting inside and laying the ball up and in. He's got 8 or 10 in the ball game, And the Lions lead it by 20. Smelter inside the circle. Bounce pass underneath to Sobolev. Knocked free and stolen away by Finley. Finley will bring it the other way for the Lions into the front court. Around a pick by Gordley to the left side of the circle. The drive left of the lane off to Henry. Henry inside the lane. Put up the 10-footer. Shot at only five. And it's pulled out of the air by Nepp. Nepp will bring it into the front court. Top of the circle. Drives right of the lane. He's going to be bodied up by Liam Rabe on the way to the bucket. And a foul will be called against Rabe. That is his first. Second against the Lions. Rabe will leave. And Cam Stewart comes back into the ballgame. Lions are playing without Connor Mislowski today. He's got the flu. He was a game-time decision, but he came out in his warm-ups. So he is out of today's game. Sobolev left side to Smelter. And a foul is going to be called on Cam Stewart. And that was all he could do. He got caught in a switch against the 6'9 Smelter. Stewart is six feet of fat. So the foul on Cam, that is his second. Third against the Lions. Inbounds, it goes to Nup. Nup with it, shut off by Stewart. Now back outside to Nolan. Off to Nup. Nup looking down low. Top of the key, Smelter. On the left-hand sideline to Kucera. Left side of the lane to Sobolev. Puts up a hook shot in the lane. Good. Sobolev with two. And it's an 18-point lead again. 66-48, 14.05 left to go. Finley, the other way, up the right side, all the way to the bucket, laid it up, missed it, too hard, and the rebound taken down by Schmelter. Gets it up the floor to Kucera. Kucera drives inside the lane, right baseline, Sobolev from 12, won't go, and a foul away from the ball on the rebound will be called on Schmelter as he threw Finley to the floor. And Smelter's got to be careful. He's already picked up one tee in the ballgame. 
Now Meyer's going to come back into the ball game for Smelter with those three fouls. Meyer with two points. Smelter leads with seven. Eric Edwards back into the ball game for Gordley. Henry will sit down also. And Getz is back into the ball game. So Adam Getz looks like he's doing all right. They must have retaped that ankle, but he is healthy enough to come back into the contest. Edwards, top of the circle. Hands it off to Finley. Top of the key, three off the front iron. Nope, just a little short. And the rebound taken down by Sobolev. Into the front court. Sobolev gets it off to the point guard, Kisera. Top of the key, Sobolev. Now down on the left baseline. Nolan, he'll shoot the 15-footer too hard. And the ball taken down by Adam Getz. He's got three rebounds today and 18 points and a newly, freshly taped ankle. Gets with it between the circles, crossover dribble off to Edwards' right side. Edwards backing in against Smelter. Backs in with a right shoulder, put it up with the right hand, no good. And the rebound taken down by Meyer. Clears it up the floor into the front court to Kisera. Now off to Nup. Nup sideline left to the top of the key. Travels right of the lane, got the pass over on the right hand side. Knocked out of bounds by Cam Stewart, and it will stay with the Bears. Liam Ray back in. Finley will get a breather. 13.03 left to go in the ballgame. 18 point Lions lead. Bears inbound the basketball to Meyer, top of the circle. On the right side, Nolan. Back to Meyer, top side. On the left sideline to Kisera. Back to Nolan, top of the circle. Now backs it out between the circles. Dribbles right side of the lane. In against Edwards. Lays it up with the right hand. No. Tipped up by Sobolev. No good. Rebound out front. And it's taken away by Rabe. Rabe leads the break two on one and now spins it back outside. Goes to Cropper left wing for the Lions. Between the circles to Getz. 12.35 left to go in the ball game. Edwards, bounce pass to Cropper on the give and go. Laid it up and in. Cropper's got 13, and it's a 20-point Lions lead again, 68-48. 12.25 to go in the ball game. Baseline left is Nup. Put it up. No good. Nup chased down his own rebound. Dumps it off underneath to Meyer. Meyer put it up from the right side. Good. Meyer with four in the ball game. Nup's got two offensive rebounds. And it's an 18-point Lions lead again, 68-58. 12 minutes to go in the ball game. Edwards, left side to Cam Stewart, around pick by Edwards, right back to Edwards on the give and go, laid it up and in, and he's fouled on the way to the bucket. And the foul will be called against Meyer. That's his first. And the team's fourth. Edwards with five points in the ball game, and he'll go to the line looking for six. He had 19 last night. Came in averaging 13.5 points a game. Line drives that one in. Double E with six. Two of three from the line. 71-50 Lions by 21. We're under 12 minutes to go in the ballgame. Sideline left is Kisera. Kisera ran a pick by Sobolev, and a foul is going to be called on a hand check. And I believe that's going to be on Rabe, and it will be. Rabe with his first. Fourth against the Lions as a team. 16 to 3 now the Bengals on top of the Browns as it's become a field goal fest at Paul Brown Stadium. 11.44 remaining here at the 21 point Lions lead. Into the right corner is Nup and a foul away from the ball and that's going to be called on Meyer as he used that big frame of his, 6'9", 250 pounds, to try to post up down low and they caught him pushing off. That is his second personal. Washington has committed six turnovers so far in the ballgame to just three 
for the Lions, and the Lions have made hay on it. They've got eight points in the ballgame off of turnovers. Cropper the other way from right to left. He'll drive the lane, put it up off the glass and rim, no good. And the rebound tipped out by Hank Hunter, who's into the ballgame now for Meyer. He gets it off the nup, nup right side, put it up the three, no good. And Getz will chase down the rebound and bring it up the floor. Gets into the front court, sideline right between the legs, dribble around a pick by Edwards to the top of the key to the line, tried to dip it off to Edwards. Edwards lost it, saved it inbounds, but right into the hands of Washington. They'll bring it up the other way with Cusera. Cusera hook pass taken away by Getz. Up the floor, Edwards. Edwards then got the ball taken away from behind him on the play by Hunter. Gets the ball up the floor to Cusera. Cusera drives sideline right, now down to the baseline, right of the lane, top of the key, Highsmith. Lobs it inside the lane to Hank Hunter, put it up from five, no good. Hunter went over the top, knocked the rebound away, but right into the hands of Getz. And Toby Kerrigan says, let's slow it up. 10.40 remaining to go in the ballgame, and the Lions with the lead and the basketball. 71-50. Bounce pass. Right baseline, now left baseline to Rabe for the long three, missed everything, and the ball taken out of the air by Hank Hunter. Hunter will clear it off up the floor, it goes to Kucera, left sideline to Nup, now back to Kucera, sideline left. Dribbles up to the arc, he's going to put up the three-pointer, left wing no good, and Edwards takes down his first rebound of the day. 71-50, Stewart spinning around Kucera, brings it across the timeline, and the Lions are trying to Knock off as much time off that clock on each possession. With it is proper. Stop and go dribble. Now off on the left-hand side to Rabe. Top of the key. Edwards right back to Rabe. Reverse layup up and in. Rabe has got his first two of the ballgame. Timeout, Washington. 9.52 left to go in the ballgame. Your score. It is the Lions 73 and the Bears 50. You want to advance your career through education, but you don't want to disrupt family commitments or a busy work schedule. Mount St. Joseph University can help. The Mounts School of Business offers a Master's of Science degree in organizational leadership with face-to-face classes every third Saturday. The MSOL program is a multidisciplinary master's program that focuses on values-based leadership, helping you develop professional knowledge and skills with courses in organizational leadership and business. Learn more at MSOL. The Wishbone Tavern has moved. They're now just yards behind their old location into the Dahai Plaza. But only the location has changed. The Wishbone Tavern is still serving the best burgers and wings in town and offer a family-style atmosphere that's relaxing to everyone. With a menu full of fresh ingredients, hand-breaded appetizers, and great wings, your mouth will water from the time you walk in the door. The Wishbone Tavern, a proud member of the community, open every day at 11 o'clock, now in the Delhi Plaza. Well, it's just the first of two here this afternoon. The second game will be coming up about a half an hour after this one concludes, and that will have Ohio Northern taking on Case Western Reserve. Washington came in averaging 82 points a game. Right now they are 30 points under that, and we have got 9.52 remaining to go in the ballgame. Lions have done an excellent job defensively against this Washington squad. Into the front court, Nestor, top of the circle to Highsmith, back inside the lane. It goes to Hank Hunter. Hook shot in the lane, good. Hunter with his first two, 73-52, Lions by 21. Jordan Henry back into the ballgame. Off to Cam Gordley, who's back in. To Edwards, now to Getz, and Finley went out on the floor for the Lions. Gordley right of the circle, now to Getz. Getz looks for the 17-footer right elbow, got it. 
Well, I'm not sure what can stop Getz today. He's got a sprained ankle, and he's just shooting tremendous from the field. He's got 20 in the ballgame, 75-52 lines by 23. It's their biggest lead of the day. On the left-hand side is Nup. Back out front to Nolan. Nolan pulls up for the 17-footer. Top side won't go. Rebound taken down by Hunter. Hunter one step in the lane. Put it over the right hand. Good. Hunter with four in the contest. 75-54 Lions. Henry gets it off to Getz. Now between the circles to Edwards. Left sideline to Henry. Right back to Edwards. One dribble around Highsmith. Laid it up with the right hand on the right side of the bucket. Good. Edwards has eight. And the Lions lead it again, 77-54. Eight and a half minutes to go in the ballgame. On the right side, Nolan. Nolan looking underneath for Hunter, but he's being bodied up by Edwards. Hunter's got the ball down low, put it up in front of Edwards from five, got it. Hunter with six in the ballgame, and it's 77-56, Lions by 21. Edwards off to Henry between the circles. Bounce pass to Gordley. Gordley looking underneath. Now goes to Jordan Henry. Henry with it inside the circle with one dribble. Off to Gordley, left side. Gordley faces up. Now dribbles between the legs. Spins to the baseline. Shut off by Hunter. And back out front to Henry. Now to Finley. Six in the shot clock. Finley around a pick by Gordley. Dribbles right in the lane. Lays it up and in. Finley has got 12 in the ballgame. 79-56 Lions by 23. 7.45 to go in the ballgame. On the left-hand side, it goes to Gordley, or to Cacera, and the ball is knocked free and taken away by Getz. Getz will bring it into the front court off to Finley. Hands it off to Edwards. Edwards bounce pass to Gordley, left of the circle. Over to Edwards, outside the arc. One dribble to Finley, sideline right. Finley, right wing. Stop and go dribble all the way to the line. And they're going to call a foul on the drive to the bucket. Shot won't count. And that foul is on Jack Nolan. His first, and that's the sixth against the Bears as a team. Eric Edwards will leave the ball game with eight points. He'll get a breather. Mitch Moorhead back in. Now Gordley will leave also. And into the contest is Cropper. And Cropper gets the inbounds pass from Henry. Gets it back to Henry. Henry, sideline left. Now dribbles between the circles. Holds the basketball up inside the center circle. And dribbles left side down to the baseline. And a foul on the way to the bucket will be called against Nestor for bodying up. That is his first. And that is the seventh team foul against Washington. So the Lions will be going to the line shooting one and one for the rest of the ballgame. And it could be double bonus depending upon how many fouls Washington comes up with later on. Henry, front end of the one and one, spins it in and out. No good. And it remains 79-56. Seven minutes to go in the basketball game. Top of the key, Highsmith on the left-hand side, Nolan. Now back out. On the right-hand side, Nolan with it at the right wing to Nup. Nup dribbles left side, looks for the three-pointer. Dumps it off to Highsmith, underneath the Hunter, back out front to Nup. Nup will drive the lane, lay it up with the right hand too hard, and a foul will be called on the way to the bucket. Getz will be hit with the foul. That will be his third personal. Fifth against the Lions. So it's three each for Getz and Mano, two each for Edwards, Henry, Rabe, and Cam Stewart. And line right goes Nup. Nup with 17. They get 18 now from the field as he hits the free throw. He 
He's six of seven. This will be his eighth attempt. Put it up and in. Missed only one free throw. He's seven of eight today for 19 points. And it's 79-58. Lions lead it. Six and a half minutes remaining to go. On the right-hand side of the front court is Moorhead. To the left side of the lane to Cropper. Now goes to Finley left wing outside the arc. Dribbles out near the center circle. Finley protecting the basketball with his body. Looked to try to get a pass but couldn't. Kept the dribble. Off on the left-hand side gets. Top of the key Finley. Finley with four in the shot clock. He'll put up the top of the key. Three. Got it! Finley with 15 in the ball game. And it's 82-58. Lions with a 24-point lead. They're shooting 60% from three-point range today. On the right-hand side, now top of the key, Highsmith for the long three. Straight away, got it. Highsmith with his first three of the day. And it's 82-61. Lions lead it with the basketball. Moorhead right in the circle outside the arc. Look for the bounce pass, gets it off to Getz. Getz dribbles to the baseline, out front to Henry. Henry with it, drift to the right elbow. Now top of the circle to Moorhead. Moorhead gets a pass over on the left wing to Cropper. One dribble, ball knocked free, saved in by Finley. Five on the shot clock. Finley, left wing three with three on the shot clock. Put it up, no good. And the rebound taken down by Hunter. Clears it off up the floor. It'll go to Nolan for the long three right wing. Got it. Jack Nolan has got eight in the ball game, two threes, and it's 82-64, an 18-point lead for the Lions. Half-court trap now shown by the Bears, and the Lions are going to take a timeout and talk about this. 5:03 left to go in the ball game. Your score: It's Mount St. Joseph 82 and Washington 64. Family-owned and operated, Casa de Sassi is built on timeless principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Your trust is vitally important which is why Casa de Sassi takes care of you like part of their family. With timeless values, their products are made to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. They offer granite, ledgestone, limestone, and more. Providing a quality product is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek. Call now, 330-830-9760. The high school basketball season begins this week for the boys, and beginning Friday night, you can hear Roger Bacon basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The Spartans made the trip to the state finals one season ago and look to take that one step farther this year. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday night as the Spartans open their season in Madera. The pregame show starts at 7.15 with a tip-off at 7.30. It's high school basketball on the air this Friday night on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Well, Washington will be left with three timeouts, and so will Mount St. Joseph as Toby Kerrigan used that timeout, seeing that Washington was going to a half-court trap. Into the ballgame now is Devon Rucker. Rucker, a sophomore 6'5", from Florissant, Missouri. He's into the ballgame. Is now Mark Edwards. May not be running up the white flag entirely up the pole, but he's got it about, probably about 30% up there right now. With it on the right-hand side is Getz after that timeout. Getz down into the right corner to Cam Stewart for the long three from the right corner. Drilled it. Cam Stewart with six. And it's 85-64, 440 to go in the ballgame. This one is a surprise. On the right-hand side, Hunter. Hunter put it up off the glass. Right side, got it to go. Hunter's got eight. 
Full court pressure put on by the Bears. 425 remaining in the game. It's 85-66. Not that the Lions couldn't win this game. The surprise is how easily they're doing it. Rucker guarding Getz. Getz with the basketball. Right side around a pick by Edwards. Try to get a bounce pass back to Edwards, and it's kicked away by Hunter. Rucker is 6'5", 200 pounds, and he is all of that. Leading the game is Nolan. Now and coming in is Jonathan Arenas. Arenas is 6'3", sophomore from Park Ridge, Illinois. 4'10", left to go in this ballgame. 85-66, Lions with the lead, and Stewart is going to be hit with the palming call. I think that's one of the points of emphasis this year. Turnovers, Washington 9. That's just the sixth of the ball game against the Lions. Top of the key. Goes to where Nikki. Where Nikki down on the right-hand side. Now to Arenas. And Arenas tried to dump a pass underneath the record, but a foul will be called on the Lions. And that'll be on Andrew Finley. Or was that on Getz? Nope, they're going to call it on Getz. Getz with his fourth and the sixth against the Lions as a team. Putting it in play, Nestor inbounds the ball to Wernicke. Wernicke's got a point today. Gets it off to Rucker. Rucker underneath, lost the handle of the ball on the way to the bucket, and it's pulled out of the air by Cam Stewart. 3.40 remaining in the ballgame. I think it's safe to say the Lions... Minus a complete collapse, are going to win their second game of the year. On the left-hand side, Finley dribbles baseline left, and a foul is going to be called. And that's going to be a foul on Matt Nestor. His third. And going line left will be Andrew Finley. Finley, 15 points today, one of two from the stripe. 329 remaining in the ballgame. First one by Finley is up and in, and he'll get the bonus. Finley now two of three from the line. Lions will be off this next week and back at home here on Saturday against Manchester. Five o'clock tip-off. We'll have the pregame show for you at 4.30. Second one by Finley is good. He's got 17 in the ballgame. And it's an 87-66 Lions lead. They'll go into that ballgame with a record of 2-3. and three. First conference game of the year against Manchester. On the left side, and an illegal screen called against Wernicke. Wernicke away from the ball, picks up his first. Nine team fouls so far in the ballgame for Washington. 3-10 remaining to go in it. With it, the Lions have the basketball. Edwards on the left side gets. Gets looking. He'll dribble down to the left baseline. Bounce pass to Edwards. All alone underneath in front of Hunter leading up and in. Edwards has got 10 on a nice assist by Getz. Timeout called by Washington, but it's just a substitution timeout. As Hunter is going to leave the basketball game and into the lineup now is number 55, Peter French. He's the seven-footer we talked about in the pregame show from Seattle, Washington. Seven feet, 250 pounds. Nestor down on the left baseline to Rucker. Rucker tried to get the ball to French. It's knocked out of bounds by Cropper. And it will stay with Washington. 2.42 left to go in the ballgame. Nestor will put it in right of his own bucket. Inbounds the basketball to Rucker. 
top side to Wiernicki. And now over on the left-hand side to Arenas. Arenas got it underneath. And Nestor got the layup up and in. So Nestor with four points in the ballgame. 89-69, Lions by 20. Finley with a bounce pass from Getz to Edwards. Now over on the left-hand side, Getz dribbles inside the lane. Jump pass out front to the right wing to Stewart for the three. Got it. Cam Stewart with nine in the ballgame on three threes. And now another timeout taken by the Lions. They are going to make wholesale substitutions here tonight. Into the ballgame, Sean Sullivan. Also into the lineup, Owen Alcorn, who's into the ballgame. Cedric Woods has checked in. And D.J. Graham is into the ballgame. French got the rebound, and French will be fouled on the way to the bucket. So now you've got a foul called against D.J. Graham, the 5'8 junior from Elyria Catholic. He's a junior. Also into the lineup, Cedric Woods. He's a 5'6 sophomore from Fairfield. Sean Sullivan from Louisville, six-foot junior into the ballgame. French put up the free throw, no good. Two of three remaining. Owen Alcorn into the ballgame. He's a 6'8 freshman from Fort Mitchell, Kentucky, out of Beechwood High School. Next one by French, no good. Rebound taken down, though, on the play by Nestor. Laid it up and in. He's got six. And it's 92-71. Graham will bring it into the front court with a right-hand dribble. DJ with the basketball between the circles. Bounce pass goes left of the circle to Owen Alcorn. Alcorn looking underneath. Nothing there. Feeds it off to DJ Graham. Graham right wing. Still outside the three-point arc. Bounce pass to Alcorn. Alcorn right of the circle with five on the shot clock. Out front. Knocked free. Out of bounds. Last touch by Washington. And with two on the shot clock, the Lions have the basketball out on the side. Kenny Simpson, a 5'8 junior guard from North College Hill, will put it in play. And he does. It inbounds to D.J. Graham. He'll throw up the long three. No good. And Nestor will take the rebound down with a minute 20 to go in the ballgame. On the left-hand side, where Nicky, where Nicky lost it, sideline left, now baseline left, put it up, no good, rebound tapped off the glass, rebound taken down on the play by Arenas, laid it up, and in, and he's fouled. Arenas got the bucket, and it's his first two of the ballgame. Now coming in for the Lions will be Sean McCloskey, Sam McCloskey, excuse me, a six-foot freshman from Heritage Christian in Indianapolis, Indiana. And Nate Harper, a 6'1 freshman guard from Lexington Christian High School in Kentucky. 1-10 remaining to go in the ballgame. Arenas, line left, put it up, or line right, excuse me, put it up and in. 92-74. 18-point lead for the Mount St. Joseph Lions against the number nine ranked team in the country. One minute to go in the ballgame. On the right-hand side, Alcorn. Alcorn got the ball kicked free. They didn't even call a kicking violation. Arenas lost the handle up the floor, picked it up, and then he stood up. And the turnover will give it back to the Lions with 48.8 seconds to go in the ballgame. That's the 10th turnover on the afternoon against Washington compared to just six for the Lions. Into the front court. 
is Harper. Harper for the Lions. Bounce pass to Alcorn. Alcorn then is going to be fouled on the reach in by Rucker. That is his first. And it puts Washington over the limit. They've got ten fouls, so going line left is going to be Owen Alcorn. Alcorn shooting two, put it up and in. His first points of the season. And it makes it a 19-point Lions lead with 37.9 to go. Second one, good again. Alcorn drains both of them. And it's 94-74 Lions by 20 with a half a minute to go in the ballgame. Rucker underneath, puts up the right-hand shot in the lane, got it. Rucker with his first two, 94-76. 25 seconds to go in the ballgame. Sean Sullivan into the front court. Gets it off on the left-hand side to Nate Harper. Harper with the left-hand dribble. 12 seconds to go. Harper looking, looking, can't find anyone. Brings it back out front. Shot clock is off. Five seconds to go. And then Harper dribbled it off his leg and out of bounds. Into the backcourt. 3.7 seconds left to go. 94-76. Washington inbounds the basketball. Underneath pass it goes to where Nikki blew the layup, and that's the ball game. Your final score here today, Mount St. Joseph wins their second game of the year, upsetting the number nine team in the country, the Washington Bears, by the final score of 94 to 76. I'm Dave Mitchell. We'll be back with the post-game show right after this. You want to advance your career through education, but you have a busy family and work schedule. Mount St. Joseph can help. The Mounts School of Business offers an MBA program on Saturday mornings where you can earn your master's degree in two years. Courses are led by faculty who are experts in their areas and taken one at a time, and the GMAT is not required for admission. Classes every Saturday can make a huge difference in your life and your career. Learn more about the Saturday MBA program. Visit msj.edu slash mba. If you like great food at a great price and great company, JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on Glenway is the place. The official home for Mount St. Joseph Lions football before and after every game. Pete and his staff provide fast and attentive service with the food and their excellent craft beer selection with 20 different names on tap. On Sundays, JTAP has the NFL Sunday ticket with a different game on each screen. Monday is wing night, Tuesday is boneless night, and Wednesday is gyro night. Open at 11 a.m. every day at JTAP Sports Bar and Grill on 6441 Glenway Avenue in Cincinnati. Your home for Mount St. Joe Lions football. Well, your final score again here this afternoon, 94-76. to The Lions of Mount St. Joseph win their second game. They are now 2-3 and three on the season. And they'll be off this week, and they'll be back in action right back here at the Harrington Center on Saturday afternoon to open up the Heartland Conference schedule against Manchester. That game will tip off at 5 o'clock on Saturday afternoon. Washington, well, this is their first loss of the season as they drop to 4-1 and one on the year. And they will be out of action until next Sunday when they will be on the road to play at Alma. 94-76, Lions win it here this afternoon. We'll take a look at the stats right after this. And the shot dropped. Exclusive access. Premium tickets. Travel and hospitality. All from one source. Take your experience to VIP level with the NCAA experience. 
the 2018 NCAA Final Four. That's the dream. March 31st and April 2nd at the Alamo Dome in San Antonio. Visit NCAA.com slash VIP today. After five games in eight days around the Thanksgiving holiday, the Mount St. Joseph Lions get a well-deserved week off and don't return to the hardwood until next Saturday. But that's when the Heartland Conference schedule begins. The Lions will host Manchester in the first game of their quest for the conference title and a trip to the NCAA tournament. This is Dave Mitchell. Make sure you come out next Saturday for the game, but if you can't make it, join me with all the play-by-play beginning with the pregame show at 4.30 and the tip-off at 5. It's the Lions hosting Manchester next Saturday on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Explore your nursing career options at Mount St. Joseph University. Built upon 90-plus years of experience in nursing, the Mount's nursing programs prepare professional and ethical leaders who promote holistic, evidence-based healthcare practices. The Mount's nursing programs are fully accredited by the Commission of Collegiate Nursing Education. Apply now at msj.edu slash apply to begin classes in the fall. Mount St. Joseph University continues to be a proven leader in nursing education. Visit us at msj.edu. Well, the second game this afternoon is about 23 minutes away, and that will be Ohio Northern taking on Case Western Reserve. Boy, Ohio Northern gave everything they had to beat Washington yesterday afternoon. They couldn't do it, but this afternoon, the Mount St. Joseph Lions do 94-76 to to win their second game of the season and dump the Bears into the losing column for the first time this year. Let's take a look at the individual stats for today's ballgame. First of all, for the victorious Mount St. Joseph Lions. Adam Getz led the way with 20 points here today. 9 of 11 from the field, 2 of 2 from 3-point range. He had 5 rebounds, 6 assists, 4 fouls in the ballgame, and 20 points for the sophomore guard from the Lions. He really came through big time. So did Andrew Finley. He was 6 of 9 from the field, 2 of 4 from 3-point range, 3 of 4 from the stripe. One rebound, four assists, no fouls, 17 points total for the senior point guard. Jake Cropper added 13 points in the game on five of nine from the field, three of four from three-point range. Ten points going to Eric Edwards. He was four of six from the field, two of two from the line. Six assists and one rebound today for Edwards in that total of ten points. Nine points to Cam Stewart on three of three from the field. That's exactly how many shots he took from three-point range. He had one rebound, one assist, and two fouls in the ballgame for nine points. Eight points going to Jordan Henry on four of six from the field, 0 of one from the line. Three rebounds, three assists, and one personal foul. Mitch Moorhead had five points, two of five from the field, one of three from three-point range, and two rebounds in the ballgame. Cam Gordley, five points also. He and Moorhead really give the Lions some great play off the bench here this afternoon. Gordley, two of two from the field, one of one from the line, one rebound, one foul, five points. Tyler Mano, three points in the ballgame. One of one from the three-point range, two rebounds, and three fouls in the ballgame. Liam Rabe, two points on one of two from the field, oh, one from three-point range. Owen Alcorn, two points on two of two from the line. Jake McElfresh came in and played today. So did Sean Sullivan, DJ Graham, Tyler Beasold, Cedric Woods, Kenny Simpson, and Sam McCloskey, but they did not score. Connor McCloskey did not play in this afternoon's ball game as he was out 
with the flu. So the Lions win here today. Shooting-wise for the Lions in the ballgame, boy, they were just outstanding. They put up 55 shots, dropped 37 of them for 67.3%. Now, actually, Washington put up 60 shots in the ballgame, but only shot 46.7% as they dumped in 28 of those field goal attempts. From three-point range, the Lions were 12 of 20 for 60%. Washington, 7 of 18 for 39%. And from the line, the Lions were 8 of 10 for 80%. 13 of 19 for the Bears, 68.5%. Lions committed seven turnovers compared to 10 for Washington. Washington grabbed 32 rebounds in the ballgame to just 22 for the Lions. Assist-wise, the Lions outstanding. 21 assists today, 12 for Washington in the ballgame. The Lions had seven steals to three for Washington. And the bench points... Well, the Lions were outscored on the bench, 35-31, to 31, but 31 points off the bench for the Lions is a definite improvement than what has happened. Points in the paint, 28 for the Lions, 34 for Washington in the ballgame, but the Lions end up winning it here this afternoon by the final score of 94-76. to 76. Leading the way for Washington, Jake Nuff, 19 points in the ballgame. Kevin Cusera added 9. Jack Nolan and Hank Hunter, along with David Schmelter, each with 8. Matt Nestor put in 7. 5 points for Matt Highsmith. Marcus Meyer had 4. Jonathan Arenas, 3. Devon Rucker and Sebastian Solobilev had 2. And Jack Wiernicki had 1 this afternoon for Washington. We'll be back to say goodbye for the Harrington Center right after this final timeout. The high school basketball season begins this week for the boys, and beginning Friday night, you can hear Roger Bacon basketball on UltimateSportsTalk.com. The Spartans made the trip to the state finals one season ago and look to take that one step farther this year. This is Dave Mitchell. Join me Friday night as the Spartans open their season in Madera. The pregame show starts at 7.15 with a tip-off at 7.30. It's high school basketball on the air this Friday night on UltimateSportsTalk.com. By the way, the news is just breaking that Ohio State defensive coordinator Greg Schiano is close to finalizing a deal to become the new head football coach at the University of Tennessee. So Schiano may be taking off to become the Volunteers' new head football coach. But here today, the Lions win it by the final score of 94-76. to Their record now 2-3 and on the season. And they will be back in action next Saturday afternoon at 5 o'clock. And they will be taking on... Manchester as the Heartland Conference schedule begins next Saturday. We'll be on the air with the pregame show at 4.30. Our thanks to Mount St. Joseph University President Dr. Williams, Athletic Director Steve Radcliffe, Sports Information Director Blake Edwards, also Toby Kerrigan and Justin Ray for helping us out here this afternoon, along with Mark Edwards, the head basketball coach at Washington University. Our thanks to all of our sponsors, to Greg Mitchell for producing this afternoon's program, and of course, our thanks go out to you for listening here today. I'm Dave Mitchell, reminding you once again your final score this afternoon. It was Mount St. Joseph 94, Washington 76. Until next Saturday, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Mount St. Joseph University Basketball. 
This game has been brought to you by The Inner Blessings Christian Bookstore at 4002 Harrison Avenue. Murphy's Promotions, call 330-464-1970. The Mount St. Joseph University. The Wishbone on Delhi Avenue. Casa de Sassi in Apple Creek, Ohio. Call 330-830-9760. And by JTAP Sports Bar at 6441 Glenway Avenue. Join us next time for Mount St. Joseph Lions Sports. This has been an Ultimate Sports Talk Internet Radio presentation.